0: Welcome to Brew Styles for Saturday, June 27th, 2015, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. I'm Travis. I'm Chris. And I'm Sawyer. This week, we will be talking about Style 25B, Saison. Check out our website, BrewStyles.com, where you can leave us feedback and request for us to discuss your favorite beer styles. Send us an email to ask us some questions, and we will get them answered on the air. While on our site, you can also find a link to the BJCP website. There, you can download your own copy of the BJCP style guidelines and get more information about how to become an official BJCP certified beer judge. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com/brewstyles. Like our page and post some comments to help us bring you the information you need. Well, hello everyone. We're here again with another episode of Brew Styles. Um, joined by Chris and Sawyer again.
1: Chris, how you doing?
0: Pretty good. Yeah. Done anything interesting since our last podcast?
1: Uh, I did brew my pale ale that we talked about last week. So I've got that on tap now. It's pretty good.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. I tried the first version, but I don't think I've tried this one since you've tapped it. So it's
1: similar. It's a little more bitter than last time because I think the first time I forgot to do a hop edition, But well, <laughs> yeah.
0: That needs to be a, a brew tip from Bubba, which uh, we might hear from him. Hopefully, he'll come by and uh, <laughs> drop by the studios and visit with us again.
1: Well, he's a busy man, you know. Yeah, yeah. it
0: might
2: be running late today.
1: Absolutely. And
0: that's the voice of Sawyer. How are you doing, my friend? I'm oh, doing pretty well. How about you? Doing well. I've uh, I've done a lot of Netflix binge watching, uh. um, honestly, since the last time. Started watching Orange is the New Black. How's that? It's It's pretty good. Pretty, uh, about eight episodes into it, and so um, starting to develop a relationship with the characters.
2: Cool. Very cool. <laughs> yep. I guess I should start, probably start watching that stuff. Y'all keep talking about, like, House of Cards and Origins New Black. Yeah, I've been Carter. watching House of Cards. Uh, it was pretty good. I haven't seen any of it. Yeah. We've had a lot of fun, and um,
0: uh, we had a lot of fun recording the last episode, our, our first episode of Bruce Stiles, where we talked about the American Pale Ale. If you haven't... Uh, got a chance to listen to it yet? You can check it out on iTunes or our website, brewstyles.com. Um, we certainly had a good time recording it, and I hope you enjoy listening to it also. And uh, this week we're talking about the Saison, and we actually have our first email question. We got an email this week from uh, Mike in Duncanville. And uh, yeah, if you didn't know, you can also email us and ask us questions from our website too. Uh, if you have a question about the specific episode we're talking about, or if you have suggestions, or, or maybe just whatever's on your mind, we will uh, happily read that and get back with you. Uh, but our, our question this week is from Mike in Doggettville. Mike says, "Hey guys, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. I wanted to know how you choose your style for the week." Uh, that's a great question, Mike. It's uh, this is our second episode, and the first one we did was American paleo. And the reason we did that one is because it's really an approachable style. A lot of people will will know what a pale ale is or have some level of familiarity with it. And we didn't want to jump right in with, with something off the wall that maybe people couldn't relate to for episode one. So that's why we did that one. And, uh, well, as far as Son,
2: why did we choose that one, guys? Well, I think we spun a giant wheel, right? Kind of like Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> no. Oh. Wheel of morality, turn and turn.
1: <laughs> Actually, kind of the way that I see this happening is, you know, right now it is summer, and, you know, it's it's kind of hard to – to drink a real heavy stout or porter or something during the summer. So we're trying to start with the lighter styles uh, that would be a little more appropriate for, you know, hotter (laughs) weather or this time of the year. So pale ale is good. It's light. It's refreshing. Uh, Same thing with the Saison. It's light. It's refreshing. And we'll get into more specifics about that in a minute.
0: Yep. Absolutely. We have several examples we're going to try later in the episode, uh, including a homebrewed version of the Saison that Chris has. Uh, when we recorded the last episode, I also had a Saison on tap, but
2: it was quite good, and I finished it before now. So
1: Yeah, I had to save this bottle. I finished it, and I was like, ah, it's almost done. Maybe I should pull a bottle off. So
2: Yeah, that was a really good beer. It went fast. Yeah, it did go pretty fast.
0: So Forward thinking. you like it. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into some uh, specifics about the Saison as a style itself, and Chris is going to bring us more about that.
1: All right, so if you look at the BJCP notes... Uh, The Saison is under Category 25, which is the Strong Belgian Ale. Uh, Now, don't let the word strong confuse you, because the Saison started as a very light, uh, low-alcohol, sessionable beer, and uh, we'll talk about the history more about that in a minute. But the Saison is Style 25B, and the BJCP notes talk about how uh, pale and refreshing and dry it is. Um, it's typically very carbonated, very effervescent. A lot of what comes out in a Saison is the yeast characteristics. The grain bill and hop schedule and everything like that are very simple. You really want the yeast to come forward. So you're going to get a lot of fruity, spicy type of notes in the beer. It's going to be light, very pale, uh, can be cloudy, can be clear, either one will work. You're not going to get a whole lot of malt character, maybe a little bit of the hop character if it's uh, fruity or spicy. Um, not American style hops, but more of the European hops. The flavor is going to be uh, the same as the aroma. A little bit of fruit, a little bit of spice, maybe some pepper. And it should never finish sweet. If anything, it's going to be a little bit more on the bitter side, Um, not sweet, uh, full mouth feel kind of flavor and mouth feel. That sounded (laughs) weird. (laughs) But you know what I mean. Uh, It's going to be lighter. It's going to be refreshing. And that's pretty much all you get out of the Saison. You get some spice, a little bit of fruit, some pepper. Like I said, it's all about the yeast in the style.
2: Can you use paradise seeds in
1: this beer? I suppose. Okay. Um, I've not so, like like those. So just a, a quick little note on the yeast. We'll, we'll go in more of this when we talk about our homebrewing um, segment. But there are two different types of yeast. There's the French Saison yeast and the Belgian Saison yeast. We'll talk more about that later.
0: Wow, what a, what a difference in styles from this week to last. If you remember with the American Pale Ale, it was all about balance and the word yeast wasn't something we really talked about a whole lot uh, with the pale ale, you wanted a very clean finishing yeast you wanted kind of the uh, the balance between the malts and the hops to shine uh, but with the saison the french has the uh, not the french the the yeast the yeast has i'm looking at french and belgian on my on my notes but yeah the yeast has the spotlight that's what uh, really transforms this beer and all the uh, all the phenols and and the, the volatile spices and things that come through all come from the yeast. And it's, it's amazing how you can have such a difference in styles
1: uh, just, from, just from week to week. What's a phenol? Yeah.
0: Google phenol.
2: You'll need to unlock your iPhone first.
1: <sighs> Dang it. <laughs> anyway. Searching
2: Google for phenol. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thanks, Siri. Uh, <laughs> I hope we don't get sued She's so unreliable Alright, so phenols are a character that you get from the yeast um, In some styles it's considered appropriate In some it's considered a flaw So in this one, the Saison Appropriate or flaw? Absolutely
0: appropriate You want this uh, You want these kind of spicy notes And uh, things like Well, not specifically clove and, and banana and things like that Because those come from other styles Like hefeweizen But uh, peppery notes, for sure, those would come from the yeast. Or uh, maybe a bit of fruitiness, those
1: can be uh,
0: classified as phenols.
1: So basically, any kind of style that you are brewing or drinking that is very yeast-specific, the phenols are appropriate. But something like a pale ale, like we talked about last week, you want it to finish clean, and you want the uh, hops to come forward. Some other styles, you want the malts to come forward, and you do not want to tell what the yeast is.
0: Yes, if we had any uh, examples last week with the American pale ale that had any phenols or, or spicy, anything that really kind of shot out, then that would be considered inappropriate for that style. But the Saison this week, that's something that we we're looking for and hoping for.
1: All right, so there's the general guidelines. Sawyer is going to tell us about the history of the Saison this week.
2: Oh, I am? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Okay, so... Instead of me just rambling on about the saison, we're actually going to play a game. Interesting. Oh, yes. Okay. It's a game, really a competition between Travis and Chris here. So All right. we'll see how much they see how uh, see how much they know about this beer. So I'm going to ask a series like of trivia. Questions. Yeah.
1: All right. Bring uh, it on.
2: <laughs> Based from Wikipedia. Oh. Eh. Okay. <laughs>
1: Google
0: Son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> womp womp. Okay, so let's see. The first person to say beer as loud as possible will get to answer first. This is what? You have mul- you have multiple answers to choose from. Multiple choice? Yes, this is multiple choice. Okay. <clears throat> from what country did this beer originate from? Beer. I haven't even read the the multiple choice answers
1: yet. We don't don't need the multiple choice. We already know the answer. Okay,
2: Travis.
0: I believe it originated from the French-speaking areas of Belgium. Gosh,
2: right on. Now, extra points (laughs) if you can name the town.
0: Saisonville?
2: (laughs) (laughs) The town is actually Willonia. Okay. So, let's say two points to Travis. Hot dog. All right. No, beer. Beer dog. <laughs> what kinds of people was this beer typically served to?
1: <laughs> and Chris. The farm workers. Yes. Ooh. But ah. why? As payment. Right. <laughs> Two points.
2: <clears throat> All right. Next question. Y'all ready? No. No? Yes. Okay.
1: Beer. God
2: damn. I haven't even read the question
1: yet. <laughs> there you go. Uh,
2: okay. He can see your answers, that's why.
1: No, I, I can't see it. There's a <laughs> glare on your iPad. Yes,
2: they're quite a glare. Brewing outside of the summer months was common for all brewers before the discovery of what? The answers are refrigeration, heaters, baseball, and automobiles. Beer. Travis. <laughs> refrigeration. Very good. That is correct. I was thinking baseball, but. <laughs> Sports. I went with my gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how about them cowboys? No. Oh, wait. Wrong sport. Okay. Farmhouse workers were entitled to being served how much Saison beer each day? Our answers are 10,000 gallons, <laughs> one liter, five liters, or as much beer as they could drink. Beer. Beer. Travis.
0: As much beer as they could drink, because happy
1: workers are productive workers. Drunk workers, however, are not. (laughs) I'm going to go with one liter.
2: Actually, you're both incorrect. Wow. It was five liters. Wow. Okay. Every day? Every day. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I did not know that. All right. So, no points. I'll give myself two points. (sighs) Stupid game. So, let's just recap. Travis has a score of four. I have two. Very good. And Sawyer has two. I have two, yes. All right, our final question, and this will kind of sum up everything. Well, not really, but the Saison began as a pale ale, brewed in the cooler, less active months in the farmhouses. They would then be stored for drinking during which time of the year? So when would, these, when would they drink these beers? Are give them multiple be- choice? Oh, yep, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be clear with my question. We got. B, go summer. <laughs> <this mechanism>? <laughs> <laughs> Winter, it's summer, warm. fall, spring beer Chris summer yes but now we have a tie I don't have another question because i basically covered it all so y'all that's can like I used to lost so. y'all can fight to the death yeah.
1: power oh. we'll have a power hour later oh that's a good idea it may be okay <laughs> on Saison's oh, oh god
0: <laughs> I would rather have a, a beer and move on to the tasting section rather than have a fight so I believe <laughs> we will head that way now See. All right, let's head on into the tasting section of this episode. And we're going to start with, uh, just like we did last time, a classic example of the style that's recommended by the BJCP. And the one we're going to start with today is the Saison DuPont. And this one is uh, listed as their world class example. And the, uh, the one that we have today is a large bottle, it's a 750 milliliter bottle. It's uh, a very thick brown glass. And it's caged and corked, and what that means is, at the top, instead of a bottle cap, they have a large cork, and then they put a metal cage around the top of it to prevent premature opening. Uh, a lot of times, whenever, A lot of times, whenever these bottles are are uh, brought over from across
1: the ocean, he's trying. There it goes. Okay. Yay. Uh, when they you smell the cork like you do with wine? Does it, <laughs> it smell like Saison <laughs> beer? No. It smells like cork. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting. Cork, experience. not quark. Cork? Quark. Cork? is the bar key.
0: <laughs> Anyways <laughs> uh, as these beers undergo their long their long journey from the brewery to their ultimate destination. Um, the brewery loses all control, pretty much, of the uh, conditions and the environment in which the bottle is. So, you know, this bottle could wow go uh, through temperature fluctuations, and uh, since this example is a uh, is a bottle conditioned one, which means there is yeast and it's re-fermented in the bottle. Uh, a lot of times, pressure could build up, and then that would make the cork just shoot right out. So they just kind of add that cage
2: as the uh, second line of defense. This is a giant bottle. Oh my God! Yeah. And-
1: So when we were talking about the style guidelines a second ago, I said it was very carbonated and very effervescent. And I tried to pour fairly carefully, (laughs) unlike Sawyer. (laughs) Um, I tried to pour very carefully, and I still ended up with about two inches of foam on the top. Travis Mm. has like three inches. Sawyer has like four. Um, So yes, very, very effervescent.
0: Yeah, great word. Effervescent and, and that was something that, that uh Chris touched on earlier that it's it fits the style, it's supposed to be that way. And uh with with the uh the larger amount of head you're gonna to release tons and tons of, of aromatics and phenols. Do we need to Google
1: phenol again? No. Okay. Um so hmm. I, I it's very cloudy. Can't see through this at all. And I would say A medium golden color. It's not super light, but it's not dark either. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And with it being bottle conditioned, there is yeast that's still suspended in it, and so it will it will never be perfectly clear. It's not supposed to be, and that's fine.
1: Very uh, persistent, rocking white head. It's I mean, it's not going away. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot of head. Which is I mean, just fine for the style. It's very carbonated. You're going to get a whole lot of foam at the top. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna stay there. Now where is this beer brewed? What
0: uh, this comes from Belgium. Okay. And uh I don't speak Dutch or Belgish. Spreken Sie Deutsch.
1: Dutch. Not oh. Deutsch. Yeah. yeah. Deutsch is German.
2: Yes, I know. But, but it's uh, close enough, so I thought no, it'd be funny. No. Yeah. no. It no. does
0: come from the Shh. the DuPont brewery. And uh let's see. I'll go ahead and read Read through the bag description as we wait for the head to dissipate a little bit. It says, Brewed at one of Europe's last farmhouse breweries in the Hanau province. Saison DuPont is a four-star world classic example of the Belgian Saison style. This increasingly rare specialty originated before the age of refrigeration. Nice. We touched on that. Sawyer. You're welcome. As a beer <laughs> to be brewed in winter for summer drinking. Wow. Two check marks. The style required required a beer sturdy enough to age in the bottle, but refreshing enough to be enjoyed in warm weather. Saison Dupont fits this description perfectly. It has a big, fruity bouquet, with dense head. The taste starts fruity but ends dry and very clean, with a light, refreshing body. And the alcohol is listed at six point five percent. Very pretty aroma. Lots pretty? of yeah, fruity and pretty. That- yeah, fruity notes, uh,
1: zesty, I get like some touch of of lemon zest. So just to be clear, <clears throat> there are a few different Saison Duponts. Clear. The one that we're drinking right now, I'm, I'm going to butcher this completely probably, Vielle Provencion. <laughs> I'm trying to say yeah, that's pretty French. good. But um, yeah, there's a couple. Of, if you look up Saison Dupont, you're going to see a couple of different ones, but that's the one that we're drinking right now.
0: Brasserie. Brasserie. Yellow and green label. Uh, and, and the aroma certainly certainly comes through in this one. It's uh, yeah. present, and that's probably one of the first things you notice about this beer is that Whoa. the aroma is quite intense.
1: You know what I think about when I smell this? And this is probably wrong, but, well, you know, we talked about earlier. You can't be wrong. It's just what you smell. But mm-hmm. I kind of smell champagne. You know, I know this is completely wrong, But... We need to stop saying we're wrong.
2: Well, no, I mean, it doesn't match the guidelines, in my opinion, but this is just me. I'm going to have a different opinion, you know, everyone has a different opinion every now and then. I get wheat.
1: And the flavor or, like, the mouthfeel? The aroma. Oh. Yeah. Well... I don't know. It's just, like... I could see that. I mean, it's kind of... Farmhouse notes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, maybe it's... Which, you know, it could be part of the phenol, too, because, I mean... The wheat beer is like the German Hefeweizen. You're going to get a lot of the phenols too. It's very, it's very a yeast centric yeah. style, and so I think that would make sense if you get kind of wheat because I mean, it would be similar, yeah. kind of yeasty maybe.
2: Oh yeah, a little. I'm getting a lot of fruit. Yeah, in I mean it's in the it's taste. not
1: sugar sweet. It's, it's fruit sweet. Yeah, citrus sweet. This one doesn't have a whole lot of citrus, and mm-hmm. I don't get a whole lot of pepper out of this one either.
2: No, no. But it's very fruity, more more towards the malty side of things.
1: Yep. And so, as we
0: uh, as we saw earlier that that this is a farmhouse ale, and it was brewed in and around barns and, and farms and things. And so, the yeast that was cultivated you know, hundreds of years ago was the yeast that was floating around the air around farms and ranches and everything. And so, wild yeast. Yeah, you, you're gonna uh, even though this is not technically classified as a wild yeast, it. Uh, I would say it's a very close related one because you get a lot of a lot of similar notes that you would from
1: a wild one. Well, let's taste it. Oh, you're kind of behind. Yeah, <laughs> we we already tasted. It. It's very refreshing. It does have that light to medium mouth feel. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. it's not heavy. Very easy drinking. Yeah, I mean, the carbonation I think dissipates. The carbonation in the liquid dissipates fairly quickly. Yeah, this, through that it's not it's not super carbonated in the mouthfeel.
2: Yeah, this isn't as carbonated as one you would find here in the states. Mm-hmm. Per se, because actually here in the states, they actually do overcarbonate these beers. Well, I
1: mean, it's supposed to be heavily carbonated, so I don't
2: I know, I mean, just comparing to this one.
1: Oh, well, I because it's not It's interesting because this is actually a saison from Belgium. Right. The saisons that we're going to drink later are all from the states right which i can so it'll be it'll be a good comparison um we're gonna have
2: some overcarbonated beer
1: yeah so we're gonna it'll be a good comparison to see yeah. how close to the style the american uh variants are
0: i would consider this the benchmark yeah this is, what this is, should, yeah. This yeah. is a fantastic beer yeah, if you're looking for beer.
1: something that's not hoppy uh that's you know light and refreshing definitely go with the saison yep it's got a little bit of sweetness Uh, some
0: fruity uh, not not necessarily funky yeah Um, i don't don't get much funk out of this No, not at all so it's not one that's that's going to be sour uh, or necessarily tart even but uh, you can you can definitely feel the uh the 6.5 percent as a warming sensation Mm
1: -hmm. yeah which is interesting because um as we were talking about earlier the alcohol levels in the um you know the farmhouse version where they would actually pay their workers for it was a a lot lower uh alcohol content three and a half yeah you could buy what they called um i think it was pub strength if you go out to you know a bar or whatever you could buy say, saison that was higher in alcohol Like, like how much higher would you say Probably about like this one is five oh. six percent. Okay, so not um, not like ten. Right. No, but that you wouldn't you wouldn't get a five or six percent saison on the farm. You would have to go to a bar to get the, the bar strength pub strength whatever was they mm. called I forgot what they called it but gotcha. they did make uh, different versions of it. That's pretty cool. So I think the American style saison is more towards that uh, pub strength. Yeah, give me five liters of this guy and I'll be a very happy worker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes two of us. But if you have five liters of the 3%, then yeah, it's not going to be. much. I mean, it's not going to kill you, but no. So yeah,
2: or 10,000 gallons, you know,
0: never know. Well, that was a great example. Uh, our first one, the Saison DuPont. And we're going to move on to an American version of the Saison, which is also on the BJCP recommended list. And it comes from Boulevard, which is uh, Kansas City, Missouri. And it's called Tank Number no. 7, their farmhouse sale. And this time we have a 12-ounce bottle, so we didn't have a two 750s back-to-back.
1: That'd be tough. They do make the 750, though. They do. And I believe, isn't it uh, corked and caged, the 750?
0: You know, I looked at it yesterday, but I don't remember. Uh, it's part of the Smokestack series, and I think all of those were um, originally caged and corked. So this one is probably also bottle-conditioned, but uh, it's a small bottle, and it's 8.5%, which is well up from the... That's pretty high.
2: I'm 6.5%. looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. So, yeah, let's
0: go ahead and tear into it. Oh, yeah. And uh, this is going to be very interesting, a nice little segue, since the uh, the Saison DuPont was... Uh, I mean, I, I would consider it the benchmark for uh, be, what the style is. It would
1: be interesting to have, um, you know, two BJCP recommended beers, one straight from Belgium and the other one, an American variant. See how they compare. Mm-hmm. All right. So, the color is very similar. I think this one might actually be a little bit lighter than the Saison DuPont, Um the f- the the head is not nearly as persistent or rocky. Uh, I'm sorry. Did y'all
2: say this was a bottle condition?
1: This one. I don't know.
2: I don't know exactly. I was yeah, guessing. Dump it. But whatever. I thought I might would like to share the yeast if there is any in there. But whatever. Maybe you can take it. All right.
1: We'll see. See if your uh, if it changes. I didn't see much difference. Probably not. So maybe it's not. Ooh. The aroma is definitely a lot different.
2: Oh, yeah. Very different.
1: I get a little more spicy. Yeah. Citrus. aroma. Maybe a lemon. spicy lemon. Lemon. Lemon plage. Lemon plage. (laughs) I feel like the hops play more of a role
0: in this version than in the Saison DuPont.
1: So you get hop aroma, not citrus aroma?
0: Well, I get spicy citrus, but I feel like it's it's from hops more than anything else. Mm. Wow.
1: Um
0: Ooh, that's got a more of a crisper finish to it. Well, I I don't lemony, get Lemony, lemony finish.
1: I don't get nearly as much flavor out of this one as we did out of this, the DuPont. It's kind of I hate to say watered down, but it's very thin. Yeah, but see the alcohol doesn't really come through either. No, half. I'm I'm surprised. Yeah. Yeah. There's no heat, no alcohol heat in this at all. No. The Saison Dupont was very vibrant and bright. Uh
0: between the aromas and flavors, it just it, it popped. And this one definitely
1: don't get that. I do get more of the the effervescent, you know, carbonation in the mouthfeel. I think maybe it just didn't dissipate through the foam as much as the Dupont did. It's definitely more fizzy in the mouth. I almost get like Halls cough drops. What? Like
0: like the same kind of feeling when you have the, the lemon cough drop and you suck on for a while and then it, it's gone and your mouth is really dry, but you have kind of a lingering mixture of lemon and like almost, I don't want to say medicinal because it's not that, but the same type of feeling that your your palate has. Hmm. So it's more of a, more of an
1: experience. spurts Yes. Cough drop, having a cough drop is an experience. The, well, Sometimes I I know I don't look forward to having cough drops. I'll bring some next time. We'll try it. You should put a cough drop in this. Uh, Is that like putting (laughs) boom? fizz up. Yeah. Busy. I like to do pomp better. That's how. Yeah, I I do too. Yes. It's much better. More better. Much better. Yep. Yeah, I I I'm starting to get the medicine a little bit. I do see what you mean. Thank you. I still I'm haven't gotten that yet. No, oh, no, I do see what you mean. It's it is kind of. It's like halfway through. I don't. I don't want to keep saying the word medicine, but it's kind yep. of. God, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, um, solventy? No, no, it's no. not really solventy. It's. Yeah, I would not say medicinal
0: either because that's that's a flaw. But I don't get it, medicinal.
2: It's got the aftertaste. of
1: Maybe that is the alcohol coming through a little bit.
2: Could be. A little bit of a punch.
1: More in the flavor, not so much in the heat. Pow. Hmm. Interesting. I haven't had this one in a long time. Um, I know it's a friend of ours. I know it's her favorite. She buys it all the time. I don't really.
0: Yeah. And the the reason they call it Tank 7 is. um, Because you get tanked. (laughs) <laughs> Here at Boulevard It's fermenter number 7 That is the uh, The piece of equipment That's a bit persnickety
1: That's a good word hmm. I wonder how much It changes over time Like Different batches they do You know what I mean hmm. I wonder if it changes Cause hmm. I remember Having this a long time ago And I didn't like it at all It's I mean it's better now Yeah
0: we had We had this as a glass night Cause I have a Tank number 7 glass At home hmm. So that was a while ago Interesting it should be noted that on the bottle it says best buy May sixteenth of this year. So
2: which was this a month ago. This is an old bottle.
1: Womp womp. And Interesting. Where'd you pick this one up? You got it from Total Wine. Okay. I know so
2: the manager, I'll talk to him. That and that <laughs>
0: should be noted that uh, that we are trying uh we're trying an example of this that is past its due date and so
1: uh, I don't think it would be right to hold it against them. I'd be interested to see what happens when this <laughs> specific beer gets old. Mm. Yeah, especially Versus a fresh, especially at the storefront. No,
2: really, I am going to ask him about it. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. He lives next door to me, so.
0: Hmm. Yeah, but that is something that all breweries have to deal with and fight because once it leaves their their brew house they it's out, out of hands.
1: hands. Yeah. yeah, no control over it. And so,
2: isn't there a company out there though that will actually replace the beer after they brew it if it's gone old in the store? I don't know. I feel like Sam Adams does. Is it Sam Adams? Well, I think I've or heard, is it?
1: I've heard Rar doing it too. Oh, if re- you get a batch of Rar that's not right, they'll replace it. Well, see, no, I,
2: I, I, it was a bigger company. Uh, no Rar's
1: pretty, pretty big.
2: No, I mean like <laughs> like like Coors or somebody <laughs> like that.
1: Coors doesn't care. They just want your money. Well, no. I'm not saying that it is Coors. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's co- that? a big company like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I haven't heard. I don't know. So, all right. Well, nice. Well, that's Thank Tank you. 7. Let's move on to an example from our area. It's yeah. going to be awesome. This is the
2: Martin House River House Saison Beer, which I will crack open now. I'm wearing my shirt. Ah, oh, yeah.
1: I hope you're wearing a shirt. Are you wearing pants, too?
0: I'm wearing my Martin House shirt.
2: No.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like a can,
2: Sawyer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It is a can, if you couldn't tell. And it's a tall can. 16 ounces. There you go. And it's Shh. green. And I just spilled a little. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was an accident. Sorry, so, y'all. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a one-pint can see quite clear effervescent yeah this one looks very very effervescent yeah unlike our tank seven
0: yeah saw
2: you was talking about the carbonation level earlier
1: yeah most
2: <clears throat> m- most of the u.s saison beers are going to be well over carbonated do you have any extra over there
1: yeah you want more
2: yes please i didn't pour myself enough
1: mm. Yeah, this is very, very light compared to the others. Almost a uh, straw color. Light golden. Uh, Very clear yeast. Oh, you got the yeast. Oh, interesting. That's weird.
0: Yeah, look at yours compared to mine. That's that's a big... I can
1: see through Travis's and Sawyer's is very cloudy. Mine's kind of a middle road because I got the middle pour. Okay. So, yeah, interesting. All right, so Hmm. there's yeast in the can.
0: Weird. It's a can-conditioned...
1: Which is interesting. I've never, I've never heard of people putting, yeah, but it makes sense though. Can condition, can condition, can condition, can 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 condition, can 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 condition, can 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 can. Can Can you say that sometimes fast? (laughs) Um, Anyway, this is a very. um, I I do like this one. I've had it several times, especially on their brewery tours. Right. We actually have an interesting story about this one. We'll get into in a minute. Oh Um, no. Okay, so I tried to pour very carefully, and I didn't get much of a head. Where Travis has probably three fingers worth Sawyer's got maybe two yep so because um, I wanted to see how effervescent the beer itself actually was so I mm-hmm. poured as carefully as I possibly could but anyway um, it's there so there's a pretty persistent head if you pour vigorously um, which you should in small tastings right but
2: it's a big can well yeah but I mean we didn't fill our glass <laughs> yeah
1: aroma is kind of lemony lemon pledge not lemon pledge Oh, lemon citrus
0: I'd say out of the 3 we you've had so far this one's the most zesty
1: yes yeah, yeah it is very Definitely. zesty it's, it's got more of a punch than the other two mm-hmm. even more so than the DuPont Bow. the Tank 7 I thought was kind of tame I agree <clears throat> this one's pretty punchy yeah I don't know what it is about us Americans. We have to take everything up an, a level, up a notch. It's because we're awesome and because we're murka. 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 It is very effervescent in the mouthfeel. Uh, pretty thin. Very thin. It's...
0: <clears throat> whew,
1: that
2: is thin. still
1: pretty refreshing.
2: It it's is, not, yeah.
1: <clears throat> I don't know.
2: Y- you know, earlier I tasted... Because I drank a cannabis earlier... I tasted a lot of the carbonation then in the beer, but now I don't.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of yours was dissipated through the head. You poured pretty vigorously. This is true. Do you all taste it? Well, you've got also, you've got the yeast. Okay, so do you all taste it? The carbonation? Yes. A little bit. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not going crazy. Is that carbonic acid? It's not, it's not like fizzy. No, it's... Like a cider would be. No, but it's, you can definitely feel it in the mouthfeel. Cool. It's there. A lot more so sure than the other two.
2: Yeah. I, I got the yeast, so I can't say much.
0: Yeah. Here's the commercial notes on it. It's a Texas Saison Ale. The Riverhouse is a pale, colored, and sessionable beer at 5% ABV. We created this beer to satisfy the thirst of both aficionados and novices. The Riverhouse Saison is something refreshing and easy drinking, but with an exciting and fascinating flavor. A special yeast blend created by Martin House gives this beer hints of pepper and earthiness, plenty of flavor and aroma. Hops yield a floral and citrusy essence. And speaking of the yeast, we uh, we have some experience using this. We were uh, all oh, three of us. I was
1: going to talk about this later. Go ahead.
0: Well, absolutely, <laughs> this is our this is our segue into it.
1: Story time, because well, I mean, we have my homebrew example. I was going to talk about it then, but okay, you're so more than welcome to continue. When are
2: we doing this? Now or later?
1: Google foot and mouth.
2: Searching Google for foot and mouth.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Siri. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, I guess we'll talk about it later, because Travis has put his foot in mouth via Siri. <laughs> oh, Siri. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, this is a very light, uh, very refreshing... And... I would be interested to see the grain bill because um, talking about the yeast, the yeast in my homebrew and the flavor and stuff is very similar, just because it's the same yeast. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk more about that later. It's this is very yeasty, very phenolic. I'm I'm not saying yeasty is in like bready, but um, the phenols coming through are very much yeast.
0: Right. It's certainly approachable too. Uh, This is their, this is their flagship beer. The one that they market the most, that they sell the most of, and it's supposed to be the most approachable. I would say they've they've accomplished that pretty well.
2: Yeah, it's a good beer. And if you're looking for this in stores, it is a more of a green can with white it's letters. Very
1: green can. Yeah, <clears throat> a lot of green with a. The yeah. Martin House cans are very, very recognizable.
2: Oh yeah, and they're they're mo- they're all
1: sixteen ounce cans, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They don't have they don't have regular cans. Yeah, I don't. He wants to be regular. I would. I would be interested to see what their distributions like. How far out they go. Well, I got I this no at Total Wine. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's also the Total Wine here. True. So I don't know.
0: I saw this week that they have a job opening for a beer delivery person. Oh, are they still just self distributing I guess so. But uh, hmm. but yeah, they have. They posted a job opening that they want somebody full time just to deliver. So I, I guess they're not. It, not under contract with a, a distributor yet. Interesting.
1: Well, if you are not in the DFW area and you <clears throat> see one, pick it up. You won't be disappointed. Not yeah. at all. And email us.
0: Let us know where you found it. We'd be interested to know. Yeah.
1: And let us know what you think. Yep. Yeah. You can send any of us an email, our name, at com, or you can post comments on the website or in iTunes. Or on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Facebook, too. Facebook.com slash brewstyles. Alright, so our next example is one that I brought. It is brewed by Funkworks, and they are based out of Fort Collins, Colorado, so this is not a local uh, beer, but I did want to mention that it was a gold medal winner uh, in 2012 at the Great American Beer Festival under the French and Belgian style Saison, so this should be a very good example of the style. I'm looking forward to trying this one. I've never had
0: it. Uh, Funkworks as a brewery is pretty new to our area as far as distribution.
2: Yeah, I've never had this beer either, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: Exact same kind of color as the other ones we've had. Um, very uh, light golden. This is one of the styles that has very specific guidelines on how it looks. Uh, the color range is very uh, small. It's not as broad as last week, the pale ale. When we talked about it, it, could be light or, you know, a little on the darker side. This one's pretty consistent all the way through the spectrum. So it's not surprising that they all look the same.
2: I, for the record, I would like to tell you all that I left the yeast for you all this time. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, there's a little bit left in there.
1: So.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Last week, whenever we went through all the American pale ales, each one was a different color. And yet it all still fit within the guidelines. And then this one they are all been very similar Yeah, there's less room for uh, deviation
1: mm-hmm. I didn't give as much head this time <laughs> yeah I, I poured pretty carefully it is very effervescent I did read that on the bottle beforehand so I wanted to make sure that it didn't go nuts Ooh. the aroma is um, I would say closer to the river house kind of uh, lemony citrus yeah
0: mm-hmm. almost floral
1: yeah Like roses?
0: Yeah, it's very light, pleasant. It's a a soft aroma.
1: And I do want to mention that like uh, Riverhouse, this company uses a house strain yeast, which I don't know what what companies normally use for their Saison yeast. Uh, When you're talking about ale, you've got ale yeast, (laughs) lager yeast. So with a beer that is... Strongly dependent on the yeast, it would make sense that breweries use their own strain to differentiate themselves from all the other Saisons. So Saison DuPont might use a more wild, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Cultivation? Yeah, something that's more specific to their region. I, I, I know nothing about cultivating yeast or making yeast or whatever, so I can't really speak on that, but... I do find it interesting that the last two examples do mention that they use their own in-house strain of yeast. That's the point that I was trying to make.
0: Yeah, that seems to be becoming the popular thing to do. Uh, there's another brewer out of Texas, Jester King, which they make their uh, every beer with the same house yeast, and that was one that was a blend between yeast that was in the Austin air uh, that they, they were able to pull, and then they mixed it with a French a French. Uh, a French farmhouse yeast and so that's what they do everything with hmm. uh, whether it's a uh, like a a wild ale like like a a saison or something or if it's a uh, imperial stout which turned out very interesting but you know that's that's who they are that was their identity and i think i think you were spot on when you said that brewers want to make something unique not just like everyone else
2: right
1: so what do you think of the taste i like this one yeah it's good um i think it's more to style <laughs> yeah i, I definitely have the, the carbonation f-
2: more in this one than i did the river house i get a little bit of funkiness with this one do you yeah.
0: funk yes. works and I, you know i knew saison. that would come up because it's in the name so maybe it, it, it's put in your head but
1: i don't know i i do also want to mention that funk works has another saison in their line the imperial saison which goes in at 10 percent abv and
2: Good God. Yeah,
1: that's that's pretty high for a Saison. That was like my Imperial Blonde. And this one is uh, 6.8. And the River House was the lowest, which we didn't mention. It was just 5 even. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't get any alcohol in this one either. The yeast definitely comes through. Lots of fruit, uh, lemon. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of orange. Very Mm -hmm. flavorful. Yeah.
2: Yeah, very refreshing.
1: Yeah, it's very good. I like this one a lot. I think I like it... um,
2: it's 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 more crisp, I will say. Yeah. Than all the all the other ones that we've had today.
1: It's a little dry. Yeah. A little dry.
2: I kind of like it though.
1: It's good. Uh it's good. they do mention on the label that this should be enjoyed at 50 degrees Fahrenheit in a tulip glass, which I would like to mention that I am actually drinking out of. <laughs> well, aren't you special. So, we'll talk more about glassware in our Beer 101 episode that you should check out. Also. Oh yeah, that's coming up
0: pretty soon. Yeah.
1: So, all right. Well, let's move on to our next example, uh, a homebrew. And this homebrew is one where we use the same yeast that the Martin House River House has in it. Um, the little backstory behind it is uh, Martin House did a uh, brewing competition called the Riverside Shootout, and this was <laughs> the second annual one that they did. Um, basically they give you base grain, uh, they give you some hops and their yeast and you're responsible for all the specialty grains and they say, come in and brew whatever you want. And the winner will have their beer produced under the Martin house label, which is kind of cool. So I did a, the beer that we did for the competition was a, uh, a rye. Beerdegard which is to rye? what is a beerdegard? A beerdegard is um an, it's also a Belgian ale but it's a little on the darker side. It's not it's not light like a saison. Anyway, we did a, a standard beerdegard recipe and put a bunch of rye in it, which made it kind of spicy and we might bring that on some other time, but <clears throat> anyway, so I I washed the yeast out of that batch and brewed my saison recipe and use the Martin House yeast to kind of compare it to uh, the first time that I did it just to see what would happen so uh, my homebrew recipe for my Saison is pretty basic uh, six and a half pounds of pilsner two row three pounds of wheat malt dark and half a pound of torrified wheat that's it for the grain bill I use Amarillo and Cascade for the hops Quarter ounce of Amarillo and quarter ounce of Cascade for the 60-minute edition. I smell the Cascade. Another quarter ounce Mm -hmm. of Amarillo and quarter ounce of Cascade at 30 minutes. And another quarter ounce of Amarillo and quarter ounce Cascade at 15 minutes. Oh, apparently another quarter ounce of Amarillo and quarter ounce Cascade at Flame Out. That was at the bottom. I had to scroll down a little bit. Good lord. That's a lot of hops. Well, I mean, it's... mm. Two ounces of hops spread out over the entire...
2: Oh, you divided it up then. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my bad. I wasn't Yeah,
1: it's a quarter... Yeah, you weren't paying attention. I know. It was a quarter ounce of each. I was admiring... sixty, thirty, fifteen, 60, 30, 15, and zero.
2: I was admiring your beer. Okay, that's fine. I can oh. I can agree
1: with that. Cool. So anyway, then I used the Riverhouse yeast in it. Now, I do need to um, specify for a second here that I bottled this from the keg, and I wanted to make sure that I saved a bottle for this episode, so it was like... The second to last pour, so it's a lot clearer. It's really clear. Yeah, it's it's see through. It's a lot clearer than the other ones uh, that were the, the other pours that you would pull off that keg.
2: I see your face through my beer.
1: Yeah. So we'll talk about um, kegging and everything like that more in the Beer One Hundred and One episode. So there look are out certainly for that
2: one.
0: some similarities between this and the River House, and I liked that that we actually tried that one uh, today, so we can easily compare it. The appearance is. Similar, yours is a little darker, um, which we didn't know the grain bill between the two. So uh, they definitely use less of uh, the roasted kiln malts than we did.
1: But like we talked about before, the whole point of the style is to get let the yeast shine through, which I think definitely happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it comes through in the aroma similarities with the Martin House, and the flavor as well it has a same bit of a bit of uh, light floralness and and.
1: I kind of want to stay out of the um, tasting on this one a little bit just to get y'all's opinion, and I'll I'll say what I think at the end. It, it doesn't have as crisp of a finish as the other
2: two were. It's not as dry, but I like it though at the same time because it's still refreshing. Yeah, it's
1: it's 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 not necessarily thin. It's just right between medium and thin. Bodied. Well, I sh- I should mention also when you're brewing a saison, uh, in order to keep it to style and to get all of those yeast phenols ferment it uncontrolled don't put it at a certain temperature like this just fermented in the back corner of my house so it could have reached 76 78 maybe um, normally you want to ferment less than 72 kind of in the 64 to 72 range but when you're doing a saison you know historically like we mentioned before it was fermented at warmer temperatures so just kind of let it go don't don't try to control it because it's you're not going to get All the yeast uh, phenols and and flavors that you want out of it. So, when you compare this to the Riverhouse, I get a lot more salty, maybe sweaty flavors out of it. Yummy. Well, I mean, it's. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I don't know exactly what happened in the yeast profile to change it between the Riverhouse and this one. Maybe they do control theirs a little bit more. I have no idea. That would be a conversation we'd have to have with Cody Martin.
0: It's certainly less. It's less vibrant and uh, less of a bouquet, I guess, than the uh, than the Dupont and the Funk works, and kind of has a, a different essence on its own. Still good, still refreshing. Um, but yeah, yeah it's, there's just something different about it. Yeah,
2: I could drink this all day long. <laughs> could
1: be the wheat. I mean, I used Torrified wheat and mm-hmm. dark wheat malt. So I do get the wheat. I really do. Um, that could. I think that could be part of it because the rest of it's just Pilsner <laughs> malt.
2: Yeah, I definitely get the wheat. So, yeah,
0: if you wanted to brew a Saison on your own as a home brewer, uh, you'd have two options as far as from Y Yeast for Saison yeast. Uh, you have the Y Yeast 3724, which is the Belgian Saison yeast, which, uh, from what I've read, that's been derived from the uh, Saison DuPont uh, yeast that they pull out of the bottle. And then that one would be would be similar to what you would get from the, uh, the DuPont, which is uh, the classic farmhouse ale. Uh, you're gonna get some spicy and complex aromatics, including bubble gum, if it if it uh, ferments hot enough, then that'll really come through. Uh, it's tart and dry on the palate with mild fruitiness, and you can get a crisp, mild beer from that. The uh, other option is a French saison, which you're gonna get some more peppery notes than the uh, than the than the Belgian saison, which uh, I also read that that the Dupont saison kind of peters out towards the end. <laughs>
2: Peter.
1: <laughs> wow. Uh, when I originally brewed my Saison, I, I wanted that peppery to come through, and so mm-hmm. I think I did use the French uh, Saison. I don't think it was nearly as peppery as I wanted it to be, so next time around, if I do this again, I might actually add some pepper to it. You could use paradise seeds. Apparently. Hey, hey it worked <laughs> out <in>
2: my summer <laughs> ale, I'm just saying. Yeah, it was pretty good. I've yeah. had good results with the French Saison yeast yeah, from yus 3 7 Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Brew Styles, where our topic of discussion was the Saison. Look for our next episode coming soon, Beer 101, where we discuss many topics and questions newcomers to beer might have. To help us sign off, we are joined by Bubba, the local representative from the Texas American Patriot United Home Brew Association of the Republic of Texas. Otherwise known as Tapu Hearts. Bubba has many years of home brewing experience and has compiled a list of brew tips that he will be releasing in an upcoming publication, "Brew Tips and Tricks: Changing the World One Beer at a Time." Please welcome him. Please welcome him into the studio this evening, where he will be sharing one of his tips with us. Bubba, howdy y'all! Hello.
1: Thanks for having me back. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, I you made it. it. I always enjoy coming out here to y'all's uh, show. It's great. Been drinking yet? Uh, what time is it? Uh, yeah, the answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyway, the uh, the brew tip that I got for you this week is brew tip number 42. Use caulk to seal your hole.
2: What in the world?
1: Leaks are bad for business. What,
2: what, what kind of leaks? Caulk. Oh my God! You well, should
1: call it to see your hole.
2: Oh, uh.
0: well, that's quality advice, no matter what aspect of life. So, thank you very much, Bubba. Join us next time for another episode of Brew Styles.